You're listening to Pilot Lights, which contains explicit content and adult themes. Listener discretion is advised, especially for listeners under 18. Hi, I'm Kelsey. And I'm Kate. And you're listening to Pilot Lights, the podcast where a gal and her pals celebrate their love of weed, snacks, and TV. I'm so excited about <laughs> that. That was amazing. I did Kate. Yeah. You did so good. Um, if you heard Riley and I at TBA the other day, oh God, I just sounded exactly like Letter Kenny, which I haven't made you watch yet, but I'm going to. If you heard Riley and I at TBA the other day, um, he goes... You were hanging in the barn with your pals the other day, all the time. Like, that's how he starts all his monologues. Well, that's lovely. Yeah, it's great. But anyway, um, if you heard Riley and I talk about TBA or TBD the other day, uh, here's another little hint, but we're not announcing it yet. Good luck! (laughs) (laughs) Um, Before we get started with our episode today, during Stephen King month, because I'm living time travel time, so I'm remembering what month it is again. Yes. Um, We have a couple of things that we're going to plug real quick. You are going to find all three of the gal pals. Ha ha ha. Hmm. 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 At the Bake Boxers Halloween event in Springville, Maine. It is on October 5th. Seriously, go buy a ticket right now. Last time, um, she had to cut off VIP and super VIP tickets. Oh, whoa. Because those come with, like, swag bags and, like, all kinds of stuff. And they ran out of stuff. Yeah. So, basically, um, it's 10 bucks for half a day, 20 bucks for the whole day, an extra 10 bucks if you want to camp overnight, or you can buy the VIP pass, which has a swag bag involved and, like, some raffle tickets and stuff like that. Um, and includes your camping for 50 bucks, or you can spend 70 and get super VIP and like also have food and... Oh, wow. Yeah. So... I mean, even just to go up for the day for 20 bucks, that's killer. Yeah, no, it's fucking awesome. And there's going to be food trucks and music and vendors and... And weed. Weed everywhere. Oh, God. And demos. And there's going to be a big... Demos. <laughs> like extraction demos. Ooh, oh, cool. Yeah, because I know nothing about it. And oh, I'm so excited sweet. to, like, watch these dudes do their thing. Now. And cool. and I'm part of a whole, like, group chat with all the vendors and folks that are going to be there. And everyone is super awesome. We're working with a bunch of them to sponsor um, October and beyond for us. Great. They... Let's make friends. We are making so many friends. Excellent. And it sounds like we're making good friends yeah, everywhere right now. Yeah. It's pretty great. So, um, so yeah, come out to that. It's going to be super fun. We're judging the edgeable... Edgeable? Edgeable That's contest. Maybe how we'll say it after. Maybe. <laughs> uh, we're judging the edge- edgeable contest. Um, but there's going to be a big main raffle for the whole event. They're selling, like, raffle tickets. I'm not sure how much they are. We are donating a piece from Scentsy Box to that. So if you like the Starfish Bowl, Ooh. yeah, you can get on that. But then at our, we're going to have a booth, a table space situation, too, going on. 
Um, if you come visit us, bring your phone and your dollar bills because we are going to have ways for you to enter your raffle that costs nothing. And we are raffling off the August Scentsybox Hedgehog Bowl. Oh, cute. Yeah, they're yeah. so cute. I'm awesome. so excited. Um, and just come and say hi. Yeah, and come and say hi. We want to be your friend. We want to meet you. Like, we're going to have stickers and swag and all kinds of fun stuff. So, like, come come say hi. Um, our next sponsors are PrintMyBud.com. They are located in Westbrook, Maine, Division of Full Court Press. They are a full-service print shop. They can do it all for you, but... Print My Bud really specifically works with local cannabis companies to print their labels and design their logos and help them figure out their packaging. And they can do all of that on demand, which ultimately saves you some money because you're not printing like... One place. Right. Oh, my God. So much easier. It sounds like the UPS of... It is. Signs and, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Local awesome. little guy yep. doing good for the other little guys. Yeah. And they're super sweet. And I just shot, saw a logo that they designed for a new company that is coming out of South Portland pretty soon that I'm crossing our fingers we might work with. And it's so fucking cute. It's like a flamingo. Um, I love it so much. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, so please go check them out. Printmybud.com. Our next sponsor is Sensibox. They are S-E-N-S-I-B-O-X.com. Um, if you, they're Stoner's Lifestyle Box. So basically you go over there, you sign up for a, a subscription, and they send you a box every month. And it's really tiny and cute, but it's full of magical wonders. <laughs> I've <laughs> seen these boxes <laughs> unveiled, people. Let me tell you. it's The Sensi boxes are really cool. There's always like... Something you won't even expect inside. Yeah, so Helen works really hard to put together, like, a really great bowl, like, package um, based around a bowl that she creates every single month. Um, so these hedgehogs and alpacas are coming out for oh September. Oh, my gosh, who doesn't love a freaking alpaca? I know! Um, so the alpaca ones, the hedgehog ones, those are all, like, handcrafted as ceramic. They're really fucking nice. That's awesome. So they're like a $50 value for just the bowl, plus all the other stuff. We've gotten socks. We've gotten rolling papers. We've gotten eye drops. Um, <laughs> yeah, like sort <laughs> like of I all said, over the Stuff spec- you wouldn't expect. Right, exactly. Um, but if you go over there, place your own order, give them the code RK10, you'll get 10% off your order, and you'll help support the show. We just got our first affiliate payment with them and that was very exciting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Plug it really in, awesome. guys. So remember, every time that you support our sponsors, you support us and it helps us like cover the cost to run the show and all of that jazz. So, yeah. And again, if you're at the Bake Boxer event and you want to win one of those little hedgehogs for yourself, come on by our booth. Um, and also join our Patreon because if you are a patron of ours at the $5 and up level, we do a giveaway for that month's Scentsy Box main bowl and a bunch of stuff that we've thrown in and just like whatever um, every single month. And right now we have 10 patrons. So like your chances are good. <laughs> <laughs> like our patrons are almost have almost all won something, if that tells you anything. That's awesome though. Yeah. Won't so, always be like that. So no. sign up. Right. So the sooner you get in on this, the higher your chances are of winning. Um, and finally, our um, stoner sponsor today is someone that I met at an event that we were at a few weeks ago. And that was the um, Veterans Smokeout event up at Freedom Farm in Harmony. So I met a caregiver there called Independence Farms. 
They're based out of Bridgeton. Uh, they are on Instagram at Independence Farms of Maine or independencefarm.org, O-R-G. Um, and they gave us some citra, gra- citra gas to try, which we haven't even smoked yet. Um, I looked this up on the internet and could find no information about it. Excellent. Let's smoke it. It's a hybrid. <laughs> We're going to smoke it. It's going to be great. <laughs> um, it looks delicious. <laughs> yeah. And we're smoking it out of very appropriately themed maple flavored rolling paper. Because <laughs> I'm a grown up. Well, we all have to adult at some point, so I'm proud of you. Well, my mom, one of my mom's best friends sort of taught me this life lesson. Her favorite color was purple. And I lived with her briefly when I was 19. And we went grocery shopping and she bought the purple saran wrap. Even though it was like a little more expensive. And I was like... But Meg, why? Because you liked it. And she was like, why have clear when you can pay 20 cents more for purple? You know, that's... Right? It's a lesson. Right? Like, why have a regular rolling paper if you can get <laughs> a flavored one at the same price? Or a pink one. I just found out they have pink ones. Yes. I saw some of the pink <laughs> situation that you had going on. I thought Beyonce barfed all over your rolling tray. Listen. <laughs> it's true. Um, so I'm going to like this. We're going to watch. What are we watching? We're watching Castle Rock. Mm-hmm. So all Stephen King fans out there, pay attention. This is the show that is not based on any of his works, except that it's based on all of his works. Yes. So it's a, a montage. And that's not even the right word. It's like a. Smush. Smush. That's definitely not the right word. <laughs> I, I'm about to smoke this. <laughs> um, it's a, it's a, I don't know the word that we're looking for. Um, it's essentially made for the fan kids, which we are. Um, <laughs> and this is the show that is like, kind of like the Dark Tower. It's sort of intended to be like the show version of the Dark Tower. Not necessarily that it is the Dark Tower, but it has all those Easter eggs that are really fun to look for. In Stephen King work. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for those of you who aren't giant Stephen King nerds, like everyone in Maine, apparently. Yes. Yeah. When I asked who wanted I'm to I'm reading watch, a book right now. Again, you know. I am reading no books, which is depressing. Uh, Ooh, you'll be okay. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's as fine. she says, if you could see Kelsey's face as she just said that. <laughs> I just really need to go to the library. I haven't had time. Uh, <laughs> um... So this one, Castle Rock, is sort of the name, one of the fictional towns that Stephen King has created in Maine. Um, And so that's why it's called that. And that's what it does is it, like, sort of, the goal is to tie his worlds together a little bit, I think. So let's start, and then a little while we'll break for our snack. I'm very excited. I am also very excited about snack, except we're not casting. And we talked a little bit before the show. You didn't watch this when it came out, right? I turned it on, and I think I got distracted from it. Yeah, I put on, like, <coughs> an episode or two, and then, like, wandered away. But I'm very excited now, so that's, yeah. that's the part that counts, right? Yeah. 1991. In Maine. Of course. I was eight. I still lived in Maine. Okay, so a kid is missing in... The winter. 
And that's what we're hearing over the radio. Oh, and now we see a man sitting in his truck. Very bundled, because it seems to be very chilly out. It looks like it's very cold. <laughs> and he's he is got a 57. A gun. Oh, I'm glad Kate knows what kind of gun that is. And he is loading it. But we also did see it's not as scary, because the as we panned into this scene, we did notice that it was a police car. Or right. a ranger's truck. Right. I mean, that is definitely... But it could be a bad 19, guy in there. In 1991... That Ford, Ford Bronco. Bronco. <laughs> so I wish I I will in my life own one. <gasps> I want one. Two colors brown, please. So bad. Oh, I want the greens. The brown and green will look really good together. Yeah. Kate and I are going to be matching old lady dykes to matching old lady Broncos. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> or I want a Barbie pink Jeep. Either one. Either uh, one is fine. So he's walking through the woods and he's doing like an old technique. That is used in search and rescue. Um, I mean, now we have technology and crazy things that we can do, yeah. tracking dogs. But it looks like this man's going out on his own trying to figure it out. He's got a thermos and a big long stick, and he's poking holes through the snow to see if anything would cave in around a body or if he's hitting anything yeah. that feels like not snow. Because and it looks it, like he might have just poked something. something. Because a, a decomposing body... Um, is going to get off a little bit of heat, and so if it's lost in the freezing cold, like, early enough, like, essentially, it is going to melt some of the snow around it, but he found a dead deer. But it was a deer. Oh, can we tell your story? Oh my gosh. Kate almost died last night, you guys. I think I'm, I was scared, actually. I was getting the best text messages (laughs) of my whole life. Maybe we'll screenshot a couple and put them up on the Instagram. I almost did that. (laughs) It might be really funny. So the premises is, I, I guess I was out in my camper doing some research and hanging out while my lovely lady was at work, and I heard something off in the woods, and I live out far in the woods off of a river, and um, I heard deer coming through, and I mean, it's not something out of the ordinary, no. but I, I was in the dark in my camper, and I had the lights on, so I couldn't see outside of the camper. Right. And... All of a sudden I heard like snuffing, gruffing, and something was bashing up against the tree, like scraping its antlers, like right (laughs) next to the camper. And I was so scared. I didn't know what to do. So I asked Kelsey what I should do. And she told me to play some music or something. (laughs) No, you decided to play music. So we decided that Taylor Swift saved Kate's life last night. And Um, we're going to stop talking about this because he just, a little boy. Just appeared in the in the middle of a lake, a frozen lake. So yeah. he's on the ice in the and middle. And he's ma- it's making the weird ice creaking noise. Yes. I don't like that. I don't either. For those of you who are not from a place where the water freezes a lot, um, when the water does freeze and you live on a lake in the winter time, it's very noisy. It makes a lot of noise. Yeah. It like creaks. Oh, it's 2018 in the show now. Okay. Um, so Henry is going to be growing up now. Yep. Yeah. And it's a rundown mill town. Gee, we don't have any of those here in Maine. Uh-uh. We're not sitting in one right now. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> they're, ge- they're all gentrifying now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're in the fancy part of Maine now. But so. we are an old mill town. But a lot of old mill towns in Maine have not gotten there yet and have very devastated economies. <gasps> oh, she is lovely. What is her she name? Why don't we do that? was just in the Mist episode that yes. I watched with Lindsay. Her name is not Florence, but I really want it she to be. She was also in Six Feet Under. She was the mom in yeah. Six Feet Under. She's yeah. an amazing actress. And she's, she's an American, been an American Horror, Horror Story. Story. Uh, the older lady, you guys know who are Frances Copeland? Nope. 
Um, and he is the guy from Lost. Another show I wish I got into. I got into four seasons, and I cannot, for the life of me, ever get, get past the fourth, sleaze, fourth season. Because maybe it was a sleazen. Yeah, it a... was a sleazen. Oh, and um, he loves her so much. He Look does. At, you can just feel it between he them. She's is... not feeling well. So I'm guessing that breakfast that he was just making, putting it on a TV tray, yeah. was going to her in bed, but she was up. Yeah, she's so. like, I was supposed to go to Portland, but I don't feel good. I'm going to stay home. Supposed to go down there to Portland is what she said. Uh, but that is cool and beautiful. I know. I, mean, I do love, I love Maine so much. So there's a whole town, this one looks a lot like it, called Skowhegan, mm-hmm. where like half the businesses are in an island in the middle of the river. It's neat up there. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a big town compared to where I'm from. <laughs> Which is very funny. I had to drive through Skowhegan to get up to Freedom Farms. And I was like, oh god, we're officially going to where I don't know where I am. Wow. Yeah, that's far. Yeah, it was pretty far. <coughs> um, I don't like what this guy is doing right now. There's a lot of opera music and sitting and in a car. sitting in, in a the, car in the woods, in, in the, the middle woods. of the woods. I feel like he's going to kill himself. I feel like that's, that he is, oh, oh yep. Yeah. I feel like that is the case. Oh, this is a quite an interesting way to do that. All right, folks. So what we have here, All play right. by play, is we've got the car on 100.3 FM. Now he <laughs> shuts it off. And, folks, he is tied to... There's a rope through the window tied to a tree. He's still sitting in his car. And he's about to drive his car off a cliff. But he's going to put that rope around his neck first. Yeah, he is. So he's going to double whammy suicide in a really horrid way. He's probably going to lose his head. Yes, he is definitely going to lose his head. Do you think he's going to still wear his seatbelt? Do you think he's going to buckle up or no? I think he probably will because, like, habits are so ingrained in us. <laughs> but he's not buckled right now. No, so. he's not buckled. And the noose is... He's he just like, looked back to make sure it was... The... Yeah. Oh, no, he's not going to buckle, Kate. You're right. Well... I would think that that would pull the body through the seats. Oh, God. I don't want to watch this part. Oh, oh. There's and, a dog! A dog! A big fluffy mop dog has come to save his life. There's a shaggy dog that looks like the shaggy dog from that old Disney movie. Yes. What are those called? And he's looking... He sees it's a, a sheep dog. dog. Is that what it yes. is? Yes. The, the dog is barking at him. Looks very guilty. So, up. Oh, oh I, he's gonna do it. Oh, God, he did it. He's not gonna hit the dog Here on the way goes. out, is he? No. Oh, then there's a cliff. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, the oh, head. Oh, I don't. I didn't see the head, but I so saw. So he blood. went into the water. He went into the lake. So in towns, there are lake towns and mill towns. That's a quarry for sure. Like that. Yeah. Um, these cars disappear. Yeah. Okay. And oh, so he's and got he's a DOC Shawshank. Speaking of. Yeah. Easter egg slash Shawshank. We're gonna be. This is gonna happen a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to find them all. So Lindsay and I watched The Mist. And I, it's great. I love binged it. the whole thing. You kind of got to. Yeah. The next day. Um, and I really love the like fake prison military system that Stephen King has created in me. You know what, though? It's... Yeah. I don't know. Think about Under the Dome. The man is... He's a Oh, we're going to watch that one. Oh, really? I'm watching it later today. Oh, my. Well, or next week, depending on... What time travel life you live. <laughs> okay, so we're coming out of Wagon Gate at Shawshank. We're into Wagon Gate. 
And it's definitely not that guy, because that guy is so dead. He's very much dead. Ooh. But I'm glad he... Nice... Nice heels. Ankles. Oh. She still has nice legs, though. She does, but she That, looks... that tricked us. <laughs> Did she? <laughs> she just, I know. We just totally got duped. <laughs> I know. We were like, ooh, hot lady. Nope. Not a hot lady. She's old. It's not she a... looks mean. God, she kind of looks wow, like a basset hound. I like such an asshole. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that either, huh? Let's be nice. That's the guy who's dead. So yeah. they're going on. Oh, oh. scraping his name off. So, so this must be warden. time. He must have passed a little bit. Yeah, so he was the warden. Oh, and the 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 correctional officer who's giving her the tour is like telling her all about all the wardens who killed themselves as she's coming in to be the new warden. That's why she looks so mean. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, that guy. He said a bunch of things. Super helpful, Kelsey. Wow. Oh yeah, all those things. Yeah. Whatever we're smoking is delicious. It is really good. Citragas? Citragas, and that's just the name of the strain? Yeah, and when I Googled it, I couldn't really find anything, like any information on it. And I'm sure it goes by other names (laughs) in other places. Wow, Kate's (laughs) you guys. (laughs) So Shawshank Prison is very... um, Double booked. Like, what they're saying is it's, like, overcrowded right now, but there's an entire wing that's not being used. Why? And she wants to know why. So, of course, she's going to go, she's going to go investigate. Oh, so he had been fired. That's what we're seeing. Oh, and that's why he killed himself. He didn't kill himself because of the job. He killed himself because he was fired. Yeah, and he was probably fired due to prison industrialization. Like, it's not, like, a state job anymore. It's, like, a... It's corporate gig. Okay, so we're in the weird, scary Shawshank is where Morgan Freeman lived. Scary. Yeah. And it's all abandoned. Oh. Because it was in a fire. There was something bad here. Wait, isn't that how Shawshank ends? Yes. So that's the that's where Morgan Freeman was. Yeah. Ew. And one guy's laying down in a bed in there. The guy who's supposed to be working with him is, like, napping. Oh, gross. So basically, this new warden, bitchy mean lady, wants to open this fire-closed... Somebody's been here! Uh Uh-oh. This kid is noticing things. Well, there's definite footprints, like recent footprints in the ash that's probably yeah. been settled for a long time. Yeah. And it looks just like one way in. I didn't see any, any returning no. footprints. Which means it's recent or on the recent side. Yeah. Because you'd think if somebody was coming and going, they'd be going through one way or another. Right. Now I'm like, getting all CSI. I know, right? Kate, God, we need to stop watching so much crime TV. Never. Listening to so many murder podcasts. I know. <laughs> Shout out to Wine and Crime right now. Oh my god, Wine and Crime gals. Those girls. Did you listen to their Denver bonus episode? I haven't. I haven't. I'm saving it. Do you know what it's on? No, I don't I don't remember. It's topical for us. 
Weed crimes? It's weed crimes. Oh my gosh. Maybe we should just listen to that podcast. I know. For a bon- an episode. <laughs> for bonus. A bonus. Bonus episode. Yes. A Patreon episode. <laughs> Oh my god, we should for a Patreon. And then episode. we can get votes to see who thinks my voice sounds like Amanda's voice. Okay, right? If you guys listen to us and Wine and Crime, can you tell us if Kate's voice sounds like Amanda's voice from Wine and Crime? Because and if you do listen to us and Wine and Crime, I feel so fucking cool right now. Uh, yeah, same. Me too. Oh my god. Those They're so are amazing. Awesome. If you don't listen to them, please go listen to yes. them. I mean, don't shut off this episode right now. Just... Right, like after. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, later, not right now, but they're great. Um, and you should listen to them, but we hear often that Kate sounds like Amanda. And I said, maybe that explains my crush on Amanda. (laughs) When someone told me that, I was like, oh, okay. I think it was me who was like, do you think? Because my girlfriend Mandy does not think we sound anything I mean, I guess I could kind of hear it, especially like when I stop and listen like via a thing. You know? If I tried to do her accent, accent I think it would sound like If it. I, inti- like... Or if she did ours. Imitated Amanda, I bet you I could do it. Okay, so he's crawling he's down... down deeper. Into, he followed these I'd footsteps we'll into a place that... Yeah, same. There would be 100% monsters and terrifying things hiding in there in my world. <laughs> like a fucking clown with a balloon. Oh, oh, yeah. I don't think it's gonna happen. I don't think so either. Um, he's essentially in a water container for this wing of the jail, it looks like. And there's a notebook at the bottom. And maybe a chair? I'm... Oh. Oh. I think he just saw that. Yeah. Chair. Oh, full of cigarettes and a Bible. And a milk crate and a small radio. And a TV? Yeah, like one of those emergency three-in-one where you wind it up. Yeah, yeah. And you might be able to get a news station or a radio station. Um, we used to have a three-in-one radio that, I swear to God, every Uh-oh. time we went to the drive-in, Patrick. <laughs> there was definitely someone in there. It was really scary, you guys. <laughs> that got us so good. That was awesome. <laughs> Last <Woo>! time. <sighs> Smoke another joint. <sighs> Yeah, I'm gonna roll another joint. Holy shit! Oh my god, I have goosebumps. Oh my god, I haven't been got that good. In- <coughs> okay, so we're back okay. above. The guy ran the fuck out of there like I would have yeah. shit my pants. Okay, I almost. So we're back in the prison. I did take some Imodium before I came here. <laughs> so, just, so I'm glad. Okay, so we so have got the guy. Pulled the guy out of the hole. We don't know who he is. He's not talking. He's very dirty. He's very dirty. He may also be played by the youngest Skarsgård, who plays the new clown. Steve Buscemi. It's the... Yeah, he does. Yes. So he doesn't look so good, is what I'm saying. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Steve. I love Steve Buscemi. A totally talented dude. One of the best. He is not an attractive man. But he looks like Steve, a young Steve Buscemi yeah. right there. Well, he is the youngest Skarsgård who does play the creepy clown in the new It movies. So, so there's another egg. Yep. We should be keeping count. We're not keeping we a We fail. Okay, so if you're listening to this episode, email us with how many Easter eggs there were. Project. 
We're not doing it. What did he say? Maybe we'll give you, we'll give a special shout out, something. Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. We'll be. For sure. So he does need a shower. Oh, yeah. And he's, and he's very, very skinny. skinny. But yet, slightly jacked. He's muscle. I mean, he's but muscular, he's, he needs, but he's he needs, very oh, That must be cold on his little wiener. Somebody <laughs> check the temperature? I'd be a little upset if somebody did that to me. Looks like it was cold. Oh, it, did, it did look like it was cold. I definitely do that same thing when my junk touches the lake water. So this actually, I'm I called it a water container, but oh, it's an old water tank. But it looks like it's been turned into some sort of solitary confinement. Like he might have survived this fire. Yeah. Even no, that would have been no. eighty million years ago. Right. That was in like yeah. the seventies. So 80s. we don't know where. Yeah. So basically, they're saying, like, how fucked up is this kid going to be because of all this solitary confinement? Yeah. Hey, there was a meat coffee can full of cigarette butts right here. Uh-oh. Where'd it go? You see that, anyone? He ate them. She went down. It looks like the warden went down. Basically, they're the same brand as the old warden. Yeah. So basically, they're speculating that this guy... The warden had some sort of connection to this. ...sex slave in the basement. Uh, and that's why he completed suicide. Gross, gross, gross. She looks like... Know why I hate her? She looks like Nancy DeVos. The head of education under Trump. She looks like exactly the kind oh, of woman yeah. who would work for Trump. <laughs> she does. <laughs> now she's even scarier. Right? Uh, oh my god. That looks like Chris Isaac. <laughs> if Chris Isaac was my doctor, I don't know what I would do in that. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't want to be the new warden either. This is not a thing that she wants to deal with right now. Maybe she does. She looks interested. He's so young. Who are you? What's your name? Who are you? Can you hear me? Have we checked out his ears? Are we playing some kind of fucking charade He's saying something. Henry Deaver. Henry Deaver. But we know Henry Deaver's the black kid that they found on the yeah. lake. So, that's right. That's not Henry Deaver. That's Henry Deaver. It's a long story. That we're about to get. Thanks, Stephen King. You write really long stories. We fucking know. We love it. That is not your name. Why are his pupils so I large? I think maybe they just dilated them. Because okay. they just put drops in them. Right. But he looks scary AF. That's Henry Deaver. Yep. It's gotta be. Who looks like Mike from the first It movie. He does. A lot. Yeah. Very humble professor looking man. Yep. Yeah. Um... 
This well, I mean, this was also. Oh no, I was gonna say this was set in '91, but and so was it. But also, never mind, because this is now 2018. <laughs> yeah, true. Um. Okay, so he's defending a super old lady who's on trial for murder. And it does not appear that she did it. <coughs> I also think we're just being introduced to his character right now, and I don't think... I'm not sure if this has too much substance. Yeah. In, right, we just want to be... we're finding out his character, how he's searching for the truth. Yeah. She was a really old... Like, she looked like... The grandma from every cartoon I've ever seen. And they're going to put her to death. Oh. Seems like she's been sitting on death row maybe then? He is a death row appeal lawyer in Texas. Good luck, buddy. This is a great show. Yeah. (laughs) I hope you hated your job because that sounds like the worst job ever. Oh, he did not win. He didn't win. And there's always people protesting at death row executions. Either, in either direction. Oh. Her last meal is a lobster tail, Slim Jims, a burger, some Cheerios, and I miss the rest I of it. I think it's french fries and a pink carnation in the cup. <laughs> Leanne is amazing. She doesn't look quite like a grandma now that she's... No, now that we're close up, I'm like, oh, well... Oh, and a hostess... Snack cake. What are those? those Ding-dongs? I don't eat any of those things. I don't either. They gross me out. Oh, and Cheetos. Cheetos. What a hell... And a strawberry soda. Gonna get cold. My first memory is being carried out of. So now we're flashback to 1991. Yeah. And the ranger, Gene Pitney, I guess his name is. The song. Oh, the, the song is what he remembers. That's what was playing in the truck. Yep. Now I don't know if this lady is innocent. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure she did it regardless. <laughs> Which, but he probably deserved it because they were saying he was an alcoholic yeah, and abusive. But I'm just saying, if you grew up in Texas near an alligator farm going there as a baby, you probably did it. <laughs> but I grew up being taken to the boom boom room on someone's back. Which was a bar <laughs> in my small town. Remember Meg Tart, who wanted purple? Um, yes. Saran wrap. Apparently, she used to tell my mother she was taking me for a walk and put me in the baby backpack and then take me to the boom boom room, which was definitely a bar. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> wow. 
<laughs> Apparently. So does that mean that you probably did it then too? I mean, <laughs> no one would ever suspect me. So we're flashing back to... This kid who's been missing, he shows up in the middle of the lake, and everyone's like, where the hell were you? You're fine. Because yes. no one thought he would be found alive. And now he is, we're flashed back, and he is the only one... Watching her execution. Watching the execution. Which is... Sad, I think. I think that's sad. Yeah. He's sad. Right. Probably in more ways than one. Um, do you know why it's really hard to execute someone in the U.S. right now? Why? Not because of laws, but because other countries won't sell us the medicine. Because they don't have the death penalty in most first world nations. She, she came, came back, back to, to life. life. She's a tough old bitch. She is a tough old broad. Oh, they just shut the curtains on him. Yeah, what do you do? He's the witness. They don't get to kill her again. I don't know. We should look that up. Or somebody probably knows. Someone tell you, us what you do. I bet you we have a couple true crime listeners or fans out there that are listening that and that would probably know. Yeah. I'm, I'm sad that I don't know. I feel like it's been botched a few times because the injection doesn't always go as Correct. well as we think it should. And it's not like putting... It's not like putting down a dog, you know? It doesn't always go right. And so I'm sure there's precedent. Okay. So I think he just hit rock bottom. Yeah. It looks like he... And so they're telling his story. Um, Half froze and his back's broken. Doesn't last three days. Kid comes sashing back from the dead like Tom Sawyer to find out he's got no dad. The town blames him. So it sounds like uh, Henry was reported to have done it or had a part in it. I think what happened is that Henry went missing. His dad hurt himself looking for him. The whole town like oh, thought he, that Henry was just hiding and like ran away. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. 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 So he's just riddled with guilt since a small child. Right. And the town did not, in small town Maine, Nobody helped, did huh? nothing to disprove him of that idea. Oh man, the way they're talking about inmates and like this industry is very fucked. Okay, so he's at a farm in Texas where a small child is carrying a chicken by its feet and being very dirty. Feeding oh, and feeding it to a gator. Hell yes, he is. A big gator. Like a really, that's a really big gator, Kate. I'm from places where there are gators. Also, they're not aggressive. BT dubs, unless they're super hungry or it's. Yeah, but that gator season. can jump over that it rib high fa- fence. It sure can, but or that can go kid right looks like it. he knows what he's doing. It can't go through it. So then the kid didn't even give him the fucking chicken. I know. Rude. Give him the fucking chicken. Don't be a tease. You don't think that gator could go through that fence? Not through the fence. I think it could land on the fence. 
but I don't, and like bend it over, but I don't think it could go through it, like out the water. Because once they're on land, they're kind of slow and dumb. Okay, so the good guard who found the guy at Shawshank called him because A, they're saying his name, and B, like, he knows what he does for a job. Because he just heard the story. Another prison guard told him the yeah. story. So he just got filled in. And this little guard is hearing these the yeah. people talk about people like they're pieces of shit. But yeah. he wants to know who this guy is. Right. So and he just he did the total right thing. Is like, being a person who thinks that people deserve to be treated with, like, dignity. Yeah. <laughs> little tricks. Little mill town. Yep, this feels very rural Maine to me. Yeah, it looks like it. <laughs> These kids are hanging out at their rundown school. Oh, she. Did you ever He's in watch. Heavenly Creatures. Okay, well, but also, did you ever watch the Stephen King miniseries Rose Red? Yep. She's a little fucking yep. girl. Yep. And now she's a big grown ass adult. She's a really living good in actress. Castle Rock. She's and been in a lot of shit. She's buying drugs from a high schooler. <laughs> and she doesn't have enough money. Oh. Stoner kid called her a MILF and she's like, I'm not a MILF. I don't have kids. It's a sweet old Volvo though. It is. But she was not buying weed. Yeah. She bought pills from a high school kid. I don't know that I like that. Welcome to Maine, where the opiate academic, uh, epidemic, not academic, has hit just as hard as everywhere oh else. Oh my gosh, so it looks like she might have been friends with Henry. Yeah. She was not expecting to see him by the panting that she is currently doing. He just hopped off the Silver Eagle. Trailways. Oh, no, she's trying to hide. Yeah, she's like, I don't really want to see Maybe they did me. it. I bet they were like Dude. childhood sweethearts and he left town because they had a terrible breakup or they had a terrible breakup because he couldn't handle the town. Something about that pan just made me feel really weird. dizzy. Yeah. I didn't like that. I was like, uh, maybe. Whoa. That was a weird one, right? Yeah, okay. it was. It was a. Uh, uh, Compressed or something? I, I don't. I think it was just this like. I think. Very fluid. They keep just shooting in a circle for yeah, this scene. Yeah, Which is supposed... To, it's disorienting, which I think is essentially what is happening I, I to him. I just lost... Oh, yeah, okay. You know. She just bit a pill in half, and she's swallowing it dry in the car. I'm wondering if she has, like, severe anxiety or... Yeah. Something... That more looks like an opiate a, yeah. situation to yeah. me. Ugh, this looks like the saddest main town. It does. It looks like parts of Bitterford or something way back when it was. Oh my god, and someone... Hey, killer. What kind of car was that? It's like the white, trashiest... 
Corvette? Not a vet. Firebird? It's, yes, that's what I was going for. <laughs> like, everyone's dad drove a Firebird in Maine at some point. Ooh, not mine. Oh, mine definitely did. Nope. There was a T-Bird, maybe? Was that a T-Bird? My dad had a T-Bird. For sure. That's big time. Listen, my white trash roots are strong. (laughs) (laughs) So he walked up into what looks like an old church, maybe now the hostel or something like that, or I don't even know. I think. Hostel, I go. No. Okay, so that's his dad. It's a diva on the thing. Reverend Deaver. So he is at its church. Yeah. Oh, I bet. Okay. Okay. So he was gone for 11 days and survived and was fine and, like, doesn't even look cold. They're just trying to ask him in the car what what happened. And he has no clue. It's just that I just don't remember. He's like, what the fuck are you talking about? But he doesn't appear to be in rough shape. Right, he's fine. Yeah. And so like he that's totally what everyone fine. I think yeah. is upset about. Yep. Because... That's the mystery. Right. Cause like why was he okay? Yeah, his lips aren't chapped. He like is yeah. Right. And so he's a kid of color being raised by white parents. He's clearly been adopted. Yeah. And he has a small It looks like Abraham Lincoln something in his hand. Yeah. But it looks like it might have been carved a bone or something like that. Yeah. Marble or a white rock or something. Yep. Maybe it could have been a castle rock. Oh, I bet that what's her name, Amazing Actress Lady, is his mama. No, they look like they're the same age. He just walked up to that house. I betcha. The alarm is going off. Oh, no, the smoke alarm is going off. Yeah, it's cast iron, you idiot. Well, that means if it's that hot, it means it's been going for a long time. Yeah, that's If the true. handle burns you, yeah. you're cooking more than a couple steaks. Yeah. And it appears like there is... Oh, I know who plays his mother. A lady in the backyard. Who is not amazing lady. What's her name? Looks like she's out of it. Just you wait. Yeah, she does look out of it. Oh, Sissy Spacek! Yes! All right! (laughs) She's definitely loony then. Yeah. She didn't even try to get rid of her accent for this one. Oh, she doesn't recognize him. She doesn't recognize her son, so he. she obviously has yeah. Alzheimer's and said, I adopted a black son. I am your black son. She's like, yeah, of course. Her hat, I want it to be mine so bad. I was going to say, it's a perfect main hat. She looks wicked cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's totally like... What I'll be wearing this fall. Yes. <laughs> I think I have this outfit. But I, that not that color hat. That's a nice brown. It is a good one. I don't think you have this, like, the grandma barn jacket. jacket barn situation. I'll have to get one. 
She has no idea who, what is happening. Oh, okay, so she's great, and she is an old lady from Maine. She has no idea. No, anything. Nothing of what's going on around her. TV's on. Oh. Uh-oh. Alan Pangborn's the sheriff who found him. She just smacked his butt, so clearly... They're doing it. Yeah. I'm a frequent flyer here. Wow, this is your son, you know. Oh my god, it was like 20 years ago. Get over it. Oh, I was like, don't you know your dad is dead? <laughs> no, just this whole cemetery is gone. Up and banger, you can tell yeah. when an actor and the production team is not from Maine. He has no other accent other than he, right. He doesn't have an. He accent. just said banger. Yeah. Right. I appreciate when they don't try to do a terrible Maine accent because it's never good. People always laugh. It's really bad. <laughs> um. But I don't appreciate it when they say local places, not like they're local. Yeah. She forgot about the sheets because the of course she The one thing she was supposed to do. Right. So he just found out that his reverend father's body was moved to Bangor. Right. From the church. Yeah. And his mother gave permission, who clearly has Alzheimer's and shouldn't be able to give permission. Yeah. But also... Sheriff Pangborn doesn't treat her like an invalid. Um, is he going to catch this mouse and eat it? Um, well, there was a mouse on the Green Mile at Shawshank that performed miracles. Uh-oh. Remember? Yep. Yep. He sees the trap. And it's Mr. What's-his-name? Jingles. Mr. Is he, Jingles. Is he going to watch it die? Please don't die, Mr. Mouse. He's going to stop it. He's not going to stop it. Oh, don't die, Mr. Mouse. Oh, no. goodbye, Mr. Mouse. And he watched. Oh. oh, thank you for going back to the yeah, mouse. Yeah, we needed after to that. see the death. Why do we always need to see the death? I kind of. I mean. I mean, I get it. It's it was a paper. baby animal, though. I know. I don't mind gore and the gruesome, horrible, scary ass shit, but yeah, kill all the people you want. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Is really how I feel about it. But like, leave the animal friends alone. They're, they're better than people. 
got a Henry Deaver here. Well, so that's right. We didn't mention anything about that, but they said they're going to try to find out who called Henry Deaver to let him know what happened. Right, because he just showed but up. But the officer made it the call anonymously and right. hung up when he was asked who it was. Yeah. So now they're going to... So we're going through the inmate roster report, and he's not on there. We're moving to Enterprise Software. The inmate roster report is on um, paper. A three-ring binder that probably has a dolphin and a little patch of Velcro on it. <laughs> Does it belong to me? <laughs> Does it belong to me? So his dad, the reverend, used to come to the prison to lead Bible study in the 80s. They're talking about the previous warden. Uh. About recent transfers. If he's in here, well. he's in there. I wish I could find your client, Mr. Davis. I can't very well call up And she's denying it. Yes, she knows who nobody knows. Yeah. She's tried to ask him who he is. Yeah. And she's like, you came here, why? But also, because I'm from here, and Which, I should probably go home and see my Curry family. How bad is it going to look, though, if they have somebody that they found in a well? Oh, yeah. No, I know. Cigarettes that you can prove where the... Like, they don't want to admit this, so they're going to try to make this go away. She's essentially saying he is the victim of a racist prank. Because he's a man of color in Maine. And so we all must be racist. Is essentially what she said. He looks like Matt Damon. He does, actually. Or he just did like a little... Like mouth cork. Yeah, he did. That was just made me... (laughs) Yes, he's got a Matt Damon thing about him. Yeah. I think that's cute. Yeah. He knows. Yeah. He, he knows that This she's guy, lying. we're talking about a very passionate lawyer that is... I mean, you have to be good to be working death penalty appeals. Yeah. Essentially. Or, like, desperate. I get it, but... No, but he seems like he's after the truth yeah. in the pursuit of justice. Yeah. This man... And now he sees okay, that's Henry Deaver. sees Look Henry it. Deaver. Boom. Because, obviously, he's the only black man he's ever seen in Maine. No, but he knows who Henry Deaver is. He knows who Henry Deaver is. I know. I know. But I'm saying, as a general rule, and particularly outside perception, is Ah. that people of color stick out like a sore thumb in Maine, which is true in much of rural Maine, but not at all in the greater Portland area. (laughs) Yes. Which is where we are. Yeah. Okay, we're going to take a quick break and do snack because we forgot to set a timer. Um, our snack today, I'm really excited about, is the bougiest popcorn you could ever make yourself. Pretty sure. It's, it's exciting. It's really good. Um, so, it is just regular popcorn, although my friend Kieran gave me this, like, 
very fancy, non-GMO. It came in like a strange, you know what? It came in like a box, tube. The box looked like um, the stuff when you get long fireplace matches. Yes. It came in like one of those containers. So it's fancy popcorn with super fancy truffle salt. And our snack sponsor today is Truffle Shuffle. They <laughs> <laughs> How great is that? They are um, a San Francisco-based company who came to Maine because they have Maine roots and did a Portland truffle takeover, which was pretty cool for about a week in August. And so I went out to meet them at one of their events, and they Must were like... great. Oh my God, it was so good. And they were like, we're totally going to sponsor you. And they gave us some of their salt to take home and try. And it's going to be part of our raffle for the Baked Boxer event. Oh, awesome. Yeah. This is very good. It's so good. So this is their Balinese truffle salt. Um, I met Tyler and Jason, their two chefs, at the main beer company. They are from here. Awesome. I, I think Tyler is. And so he knows the dude who's the head chef up at the main beer company. And they, when he started Truffle Shuffle, they connected and they were like, come out to Maine, first of all. And Maine Beer Company um, does, uh, what the heck is it called? 1% for good, I think is what it is. So basically they donate 1% of all of their profits to, um, to a nonprofit. That's um, incredible. Truffle Shuffle is also part of that program. Oh, awesome. Yeah, and so you can learn about that on their website, which is truffleshuffle.sf, because they're based in San Francisco, dot com. Um, this Balinese truffle salt, they source all the, the Balinese salt from a single family in Bali that they met on vacation. Amazing. They pay them three times the market rate. Because they felt that the market rate was not high enough to support this family. Um, which is pretty cool. This is just a limited batch that they're doing. Wow. But yeah, they paid three times the market rate. And then their other like big thing is transparency and truffles. Um, they also gave us a giant truffle, but I ate that shit like a whole month ago. Because <laughs> um, that was good. Um, they gave me a black truffle. Basically, they... Basically, if you work in the food industry... Some dude might show up at, during truffle season, some dude is going to show up at your restaurant and be like, I got the truffles you want some, yo. Yeah. This is exactly how I remember it going down my whole life. Um, I've had that happen in so many restaurants. Yeah. I've been in. And you never know where the fuck these truffles and are coming from. And they'll just say, the mushroom guy is here, right? Yep. And I'm like, which mushroom guy? And they'll like have to describe, and they'll be all different people who mm -hmm. like go in the woods and I don't know, some can be. Okay. So... So basically, truffles, if you don't know, are mushrooms. They're found underground. Traditionally, they're found by pigs. Uh -huh. But these days, we get dogs to do the job because it's a lot easier. They're easier to control. <laughs> um, <laughs> you have to feed them less. Well, the pigs eat them. Yeah. <laughs> that can be part of the problem. Yeah. Um, the pigs do like them. That's mm -hmm. why the pigs find them. The dogs can just be taught that shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Less truffle waste. Less truffle waste. But, like, so when I was chatting with them, they were telling me that, like, traditionally you get a guy that shows up at your door who's like, I got these truffles, man. And you never really know where they're coming from. And they always tell you, they're like, the best truffles from this region in France, blah, 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 blah. And they charge you a goddamn arm and a leg for it. But they're truffles and you can't really get them anytime. So a lot of chefs are like, okay. Mm -hmm. And, like, regular consumers barely have access to them. 
these guys wanted regular consumers to have access, plus they wanted some transparency in this industry. So basically, they are sourcing their truffles from farmers in countries that aren't traditionally known for their truffles, like huh. Lithuania and blah, blah, blah. But it means they're able to pay fairer market rates. They know where their stuff is coming from. They are able to, like, talk about them more competently. And they're starting to notice difference, like, regional differences. Mm-hmm. So that they're able to identify them a little bit better, too. So it was, oh, like, cool. a super cool conversation that we had. I would have loved to be a part of that conversation. Yeah. And they were doing, like, some Christini samples while we were up there. They made, like... Slutty. A super simple beer cheese sauce that was mm-hmm. delicious with the main beer company's lunch mm-hmm. beer that they Which just put out. Which is a delicious beer. It is a really good beer. And then they just put, like, all of these different sautéed mushrooms on top. Okay. Yep. With... <laughs> The truffle salt and a little truffle oil and some grated truffle. Oh. Triple threat, huh? Oh, it was so good. It was so good. Oh, I really smell. love truffles. I, I love the earthiness of them. They're this, not this for everybody. Amazing. I know. And I'm not like wicked huge. I'm particular in what I pair them with. Right. And, and what I'm sourcing them from. Like whether it's an oil, I want a nice oil. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times people use too much. So that's... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So these guys... Have a website. You can buy this stuff on there right now. Um, through the end of September, for our listeners, if you give them the code KINDBUDS, you get $3 off. And they always do free shipping. Excellent. Yeah. So it's totally worth it. Um, but this one's limited, right? Yeah, this one's limited. They're 26 bucks for a little container of salt. And it's not that little. It's like six ounces, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is... It's not six ounces. That's a giant lie. That's like a two ounce container. Um, but you only need a tiny, tiny bit and it's good on freaking everything. Mm-hmm. I just brought the last of a jar up to camp and I had like probably a third of a jar in there and it was gone within two days at my friend's camp because we were putting it on like potatoes and eggs. And oh, just yeah. like, I put it on my poached eggs on toast a lot. Which I made for breakfast yesterday. Oh, so good. So good. So check them out. Because they also have coming up a brown butter truffle honey. Oh, okay. Which I'm really excited about. They were telling me about it. Like, basically, they brown their butter, which gives, obviously, like, a depth to it, a little bit of a nuttiness Mm -hmm. and richness to it. But then, like, it changes the texture of it a little bit, too, so it becomes much silkier when they blend it with the honey. Mm -hmm. And then when you add the truffles to it, it just is, like, a level of earthiness that is already existing in that butter that is just like bringing out. Mm. I can only imagine how good it is. That. Yeah, I I can imagine apples. Ooh, like apple season. That's like. Oh, it's gonna be out by apple season. I think it might be out this fall. They yeah, they were telling me. Well, we're recording early, so they were telling me like it's coming out pretty soon as far as like when we are recording. Right. So Oh, excellent. So go check them out. TruffleshuffleSF.com. Um, I've got a couple pictures that I'm going to post on our Instagram for those guys of the very pretty truffle that they gave me. (laughs) (laughs) That is now only exists on those images. So gone in my belly. (laughs) (laughs) This is so good. Once again, on eggs, on everything I touched for like a whole Corn with some cilantro. Uh Uh-huh. And this is really good on corn. We did that up at camp. Um, We did it at camp with like... A more traditional street corn sour cream mayo mix mm-hmm. with this. 
It was real good. We basically go to camp and eat better than we do at home. It's fine. <laughs> That's how we do camp, too. Yeah. All right, let's finish this up because we've only got a couple more minutes left. And then Kate is going to chainsaw my trees for me. Mm-hmm. Because that's what you need in a pal. Come watch TV and smoke weed with me and chainsaw my trees. Thanks, bye. <laughs> Kate's going to get the popcorn. I'm going to smoke more weed. <laughs> Sounds right. We'll switch in a minute. <laughs> okay, so... His name's not Michael. What is his name? Henry. Henry is at his house, and now we're at the prison, and we're watching the monitors in the security room. It looks like we're sneaking up on somebody. Yes. Oh, cute. It's a picture of his little family. He's in his childhood room right now. Which has got a hockey helmet. Looks like he was a sports kid. But that was a Mr. Potato Head, like, handmade mug, though. Did you see that? Um, yeah. Mr. Guard is reading the greatest baby names of all time. Oh. And he's got a <laughs> wedding ring. So I think Mr. Guard's wife is having a baby. I mean, something bad's gonna happen to him. <laughs> <coughs> oh, that's where the neighbor girl lives. She's the neighbor. Oh. That's why she pulled up to the house. No wonder... The girl. Yeah. This is a sneaky, sneaky view. Yeah. Okay. So we're looking at the Castle Rock Courier and the Warden's Death picture. And now this old sheriff, who he doesn't like, is drinking in his mom's Just living room and he's house. pissed. And he does look like Matt Damon. Yeah. They're like the same shape, I think. I think they also have, like, the similar, like, eye glance. I don't know. They just look like... Yeah. Alan Pangborn definitely knows something about that. Uh, he totally knows what's up. He knows. Yeah, what's going on, Sheriff? Because he knew the warden, yeah. obviously. Yeah, and he's in all the books. But he's drinking. Yeah. Crown he, Royale. He is... Straight up. Um, He is the sheriff from Cujo. <laughs> oh, shit. Yep. Alan Pangborn is the Castle Rock Sheriff. So you'd think if he'd like this boy. Right, because he found him, but he blames him like everyone else. I'm bad at rolling joints today, apparently. I'm just bad at filters today. And I want it to be there because it matches. Oh my god. <laughs> and that sentence is why Kate and I have never dated. Because <laughs> I would drive you bananas. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so. 
I don't understand. Rose Red Girl. It's in a basement, reading an old flyer of some kind. Looking yeah. at his missing, Henry Deaver's missing flyer. Oh, he's so cute. He was so cute. And now it's nighttime, and it's wet, and there are leaves. And we're peeking through the trees. Because Maine. Because it's spooky. It is spooky. Maine is creepy. I drove home from camp in the dark, and I was certain I was going to hit a deer the entire time. No. Oh, it's his old sweatshirt that he was founded, I think. So why does she have this in her house? And look like she's having some feelings about it. Yeah. Because you don't go through old things without having some feelings. And there's a timer, a game timer. That was set for... Those are usually like a minute or two. Yeah. Essentially like... Okay, so something's going to happen to this guy. So he's pulling a fly... Out of his coffee. Out of his cup of coffee. Which in Stephen King world, when the bugs show up, that's never good. good We learned that in the mist. I hope he doesn't want to drink that. It's going to be like the last thing he drinks, I have a feeling. Uh, Oh... And now, Henry Deaver is somewhere where it looks like, oh, yep, it's definitely where what's-his-name beheaded himself. And there's, uh, like, pictures and candles and teddy bears and... So he's just doing his own little investigation right now? Yeah. Because he's a lawyer and lawyers investigate. Yeah. Something... Something All wrong. right, so I'm going to put this down. Because Kate's about to scream. <laughs> I'm, like, clutching a joy and a handful of popcorn and, like, leaning really far forward in my chair, you guys. <laughs> oh. Okay, there's somebody coming through the hallway. Yeah. And the gates are just opening, and it's the dude they found in the water thing. And now he's just looking into the camera. A.K.A. Creepy. Pennywise. We can just call him Pennywise. Because that, that's who he is. Yes. And there's m- murdered bodies. There's dead, and the camera's and all he's flickered. he's in this room, and the guy is coming. He looked at him in the camera. All the lights are shutting off. And being and weird. And cage doors and are opening. Oh, my God. Prison doors and are opening. And he's hitting the alarm, and now we're back to Henry. Great. So now I have to just wait? Yeah, we're not going to find out what happens. The snow is starting to fall. And, oh. No. It's ash? What is that? I don't know. Gross. Or is it snow? Creepy things are happening in the woods. Oh, my God. Oh, he's having a flashback. He's having a flashback. Okay. All right, Mr. King. Right. Mr. King. Actually, Mr. J.J. Abrams. Produced this. Produced this. this. Yeah. Okay, Mr. J.J. Yeah. We know you like to fuck with us. I like it. That scare got us good. Francis I'm still like... Nope, that's not her name. Still feeling it a little bit. Okay, oh. and now he's behind, his younger self is behind him. Right, because our tiny children selves like to time travel and watch us. Okay. Kate's- yeah, but he's going to turn around. <laughs> he's going to hide in her hair. Nothing, now he's Nothing. back. Okay. Okay, we're actually not, we're, right, we're not in the woods in 1991. Oh. We just have PTSD. <laughs> And now we're in Castle Lake. No, water's just sloshing. Flashing back. Flashing back to Guy in the Cage because it's the guy from Lost. 
And now we are placing the old warden with the boy in the cage and his cigarettes and everything. Right. So we know he knows. But does Sheriff Pangborn know? Yes. Yes, he does. When they find you... Okay, so he's been at... Like, the warden is nice to him, it looks like, but is keeping him in a cage in a basement. Okay, so he did what he was asked. Well, we didn't see him do anything to him right now, but we still don't know why he's holding him in a cage in a water tank. Right. But he wants Henry Matthew Deaver to figure it the fuck out for us. That's it. That's all we get. Okay. God damn it. Okay. That's the problem with only watching pilots on this show, you guys. <laughs> that just made me a little testy. Yeah, now Kate and I can't do anything for the rest of the weekend because we have to fucking binge the rest of this goddamn show. Um, I liked that one. I'm down. I liked it. I'm going to say a thing that's disparaging to my favorite author. Oh. I think I only liked it because he created the world but had nothing to do with the TV show. Yeah, it's just based on characters and right. settings by right. King. I'm just saying that typically when he gets involved in, in the visual aspects of his stories, they don't go as well. Like Catwalkers, right? Isn't it? It's called The Eye of the Cat. I looked it no, up. No, the two people. Sleepwalkers. Yes. Yes. That one. Is a great example of Stephen King being involved in the cinematic. Would you like to know which one he directed? <laughs> it is a cinematic masterpiece. <laughs> Tell me. Maximum Overdrive? Oh, yes. He wrote and directed that one, starring a. Prime of his career, Emilio Estevez. I love Maximum Overdrive. So it's me right in the cheese. I yeah, because I so I looked up a best Stephen King movies because like I know which one I think is the best, but I was curious as to like what was sort of considered the best mm-hmm. and what was considered the worst, and because we're watching a movie for his birthday, it's like a bonus episode, so come back on the twenty first for that. Ooh. And I was trying to decide if we wanted to watch what's considered his best movie or what's considered his worst movie or like somewhere in the middle Flip there. The right. So the best and the worst. Well, the best is the one he hates the most. And so I don't know that I want to, as an homage to him on his birthday, watch the movie of his that he hates the most. It's The Shining. Oh, yes. Because Stanley Kubrick, he didn't. They didn't get along through that, and they didn't. He didn't follow the book exactly. Mm-hmm. He left out some like. What is Stephen stuff. King's personal favorite? I don't think he mentioned, but he is like well known for hating The Shining. Yeah. Um. The what was considered the worst was Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> um. I will willingly. I can't watch decide it. if we're gonna go like. So number two was Carrie. Oh yeah, you know. I think I remember reading about that once that he it wasn't that he didn't like it. Yeah. Oh, I think that one is so well done. We get Sissy Spacek. Mm-hmm. We get like baby Sissy Spacek, baby John Travolta. Yeah. Right. Like right? such a little right. tiny baby. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, he's one of the bullies. Yeah. Um, also, like, very beginning of his career. Um, or if we just go, like, Cheeseball and watch Children of the Corn. Oh. Or, like, The Stand, you know. There's so many to pick from. <laughs> yeah, your filter stick today. Yeah, I fail. Filter fail today. It's okay. It's it still right. works. Yeah. <coughs> Good job, Independence Farm. I am going to be yeah, taking a little road trip out to Bridgeton. This afternoon? No. Oh. I have to record again. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I mean to visit them because I like this. And I would like to get to know them a little bit better so that I could give y'all more information about Info. Them. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, they were super nice at the thing, but I met a lot of people. Yeah. Um, Touch base again. Yes, I would like to do that. Um, but, yeah, that's really good. <laughs> okay, I'm stoning. I forgot how to end our show, Kate. I'm s- super in a great mood. <laughs> All right. I'm going to send Kate... Up with a chainsaw while her face looks like that. This is not a good choice, you guys. If Kate is never a co-host again, I'm very sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm going to close us out, but make sure you come visit all three. Huh? What? What? Who? Of the Gal Pals at the Big Boxer event. Um... So this show has been brought to you by Print My Bud, Scentsy Box, Independence Farms, and Truffle Shuffle San Francisco. If you would like to help support the show, check out our, our social media or find our sponsors. You can go to pilotlights.com. Please, it's we've been doing a little push for this recently. Go over to Apple Podcasts. Leave us five stars and a review. You'll get a shout out on a future episode. Yeah. Um, if you leave your name or like... We'll even shout out your weird Apple name, whatever name you have there. But just, like, leave <laughs> us five stars in a review. That really helps us on the business end of things so that we can find bigger sponsors outside of Maine so that maybe we can keep things as cheap as possible for our local friends. Um, yeah. Because that's a big goal for us. And uh, super special thanks to our Patreon supporters. They help pay to keep this shit running. So we love y'all. We love y'all. Um, and come back next week. Wait, time travel life. Hold on. Come back next week. Ooh. I already watched Haven in this life. Next week, the myth Haven. Oh, Under the Dome is next week. Oh, awesome. Yes. And we will have a special guest from a local food blog. So excited about that, too. Bye. See ya.